Welcome to the I Give an F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette. And in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about testing. Testing just finished up. And um, just kind of like a little preview going into race week, which we are is finally here, race week. I know. Hey, Lynette. Hi. Um, <laughs> so we have a new little a new little addition mm-hmm. to the podcast. Um, she Her name is Imola. We named her after the racetrack. Um, but I just wanted to show you all, say hey. For those of you listening on um, Spotify or Apple, we have a little guest here. That's a little cat, Imola. She's Allison's new cat. She's a little white Siberian, and um, we just love her. She's so sweet and so friendly. Um, And I've always wanted to have a cat, and finally got one. Named her after the famous racetrack in F1. So. I thought it was a cute name. We were thinking Monza, but then I was like, Emma suits her more because she's just such a sweetie. Um, so, but before that, uh, before we get into preseason, I really wanted to just make a little announcement. Lynette and I have been super excited about this. Um, so we have amazing news to announce today. We started this podcast as a way to chat about F1 and with each other, and we honestly had no idea how big it would get. We had no expectations. But we knew we wanted to make your listening experience as good as possible. So when we were approached by a brand to potentially promote, we wanted to make sure that the on, that the authenticity was there and that it was a good fit for you guys. And I really feel like this is almost one of the most perfect sponsors ever. So um, we think that um, well, we think that this is a great fit, and we're excited to announce that our first sponsor of IGF One is here without further ado this episode is brought to you by manscaped it's never too late for the man in your life to level up his grooming game manscaped's new lawnmower 5.0 ultra is every man's cheat code to look good feel good and turn the page on confidence this year whether he's going for a trim on that clean shaven or that clean shaven look this trimmer has him covered Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is the time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use IGAF1 for 20% off and free shipping. It's this grooming kit um, here, which we're really excited about. It has like the number 1.5 lawnmower and it has a it's an ear trimmer, ear and nose trimmer, and then the essential aftercare products, which are the Crop Soother Ball Aftershave Lotion and Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. Yeah, guys, it is deodorant. Ladies, you can thank us later. But also, guys, um, thank us too, because we'll keep you fresh as a daisy on those long race weekends with this kit. So elevate your man's grooming game and keep that romance alive, ladies or guys. If all you do is watch F1 and you're super educated on aerodynamics, but know absolutely nothing about the woman brain, we're here to help. Snag 20% off plus free shipping with code IGF1 and get yourself freshened up and ready to bring a date to watch the race at a bar or wherever. I was thinking of the perfect first date for Bryant and I. Now, when we met, like we never really watched F1. But if we had met today, I think it'd be nice to have like a bottle of wine, some pasta, and preseason testing. I think it'd be such a cute uh, date night idea. And races are expensive for a first date, but we won't uh, have you spending too much money with our code. So IGAF1 gives you 20% off this amazing Manscaped kit. And also I'm wearing the shirt. Do you like it? 
<laughs> Lynette, what do you have over there by Manscaped? Um, so I have this little bag here. So um, they also have the bag so that you can put everything in there, which is really nice, like for storage. It doesn't yes. have to be for travel. You can put everything in there once you're done and just store it in the drawer in the cabinet. And it's all nice and organized. And it's just it's a plain black one. And it looks nice. Yeah, Bryant says he really likes the that lawnmower 5.0. Um, it's it's awesome because these trimmers are also waterproof, so you can bring them in the shower. And he has been like, actually, he's used Manscaped before, so whenever he heard we were going to be sponsored by Manscaped, he was like, "Can I please go ahead and have that kit?" And I'm like, mm, "Not yet, because I really need to promote this first. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, you guys, any any and. Um, any support would help. We are so excited to bring this sponsor to you. And we just, uh, it's for all of our hard work that we put into the podcast. So we're really happy to have partnered with a company like Manscaped. So don't forget to use our code 20% off plus free shipping. Anyway, that's all I have for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with that, let's get into preseason testing. Let's do it. What'd you think? <laughs> um, well, I, it's hard to take it serious really sometimes, right? Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where there's so many updates that happen throughout the season and honestly like they all run different programs, different specs on the car. So like it's just hard to even get a grasp on where we're at. But I think we can all conclude that Red Bull is looking pretty strong this season. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like you said, they're all running different setups. They have like the different tires. Some of them are using used, some of them new, they have different fuel loads and stuff. Fuel and loads, so we yeah. really kind of don't know what they're, what they're testing, what's going on, but, um, you can, I think at the end of it, they can kind of like look through all the data and kind of figure out who's looking strong and who's not. And yeah, of course, Red Bull is looking pretty strong. And, um, I mean, they're even saying that there's still a lot more in that car, which we heard a lot about last year. Right. So, right. But it's interesting with the, the changes that they made with this car. I mean, practically a brand new car and they're already saying like testing was nothing like <laughs> just wait, just wait till you see what that, that car is going to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I honestly, that's like the one thing that I feel like is a constant in the last few years is Red Bull just seems to always come out with this stuff and the, they always look so strong during preseason testing. Um, one of the things I found interesting was there are rumors that they are going to be moving towards a closer to a zero pod design. Um, but that's just rumors. What do you think, Lynette? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, It'd be kind of crazy that they were like throwing it back in everyone's face. Like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. we're going this way and now we're going this way. (laughs) Yeah. And, and if they do, that would be crazy. And if they make it work and it looks like they've already kind of like done some changes to go that direction, but you know, mm. but they definitely changed the whole, the whole car. Cause they knew that everybody was pretty much going to copy it. So they wanted to make sure that they were ahead and they yep. came up with their own concept, which could have, you know, not worked. It went messing with something, something good, something that works, but it looks like they've, they've got it right. Yeah. One thing that they changed in their design, I think, was the was it wasn't it the driver cooling system? I feel like there were a lot of um, there was a lot of talk about holes on the on the nose of the car and where mm. they were placed to get that cooling uh, cooling system 
fed the air that it needs for the drivers. And I feel like every car has a different design. So that's really been interesting to look at, um, to see each, each car, each team has a different way of, of interpreting that. So we'll see if, if, the new designs stick or not. Uh, it did seem like Red Bull didn't have, they had only one hole at one point on their, on the front nose. So I'm curious, like, are they going to be hot in there? <laughs> um, but I'm sure I Max digress. will just be like cruising along, breathe. Yeah. yeah. This feels great. <laughs> yeah. And so hotter. another thing that Max has been saying is that he actually likes this car better than last year's. He feels more comfortable. Huh. So, I mean, if that tells you anything, cause last year he just seemed like he was, he was fine. A couple races towards the end, he was feeling a little more stressed, but yeah, um, it seems like he's really feeling good about this car. And then even compared to Perez, like Perez is looking to not be as comfortable in the car and as strong as like Max is. Mm-hmm. So um, I wonder if he's going to have some issues like he did last year Yeah, in the middle of the season. Well, speaking of Red Bull, I, I mean, I guess we can't talk about Red Bull without talking about their basic twin, which is RB. Are we calling mm-hmm. them RB or are we calling them B Carb? I feel like we're calling them RB this week. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I think because that's what it is now. That's what they're calling them RB. Okay. So maybe, maybe <laughs> we, we should stick that with up. that so we don't get confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the RB was uh, they've adopted a lot of the the same parts as Red Bull this year, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some yeah, so they're looking they're looking good. They're looking like the pretty much the only midfield team, like obviously not including McLaren, Ferrari, Mercedes, because we kind of knew like they're up um at the top of that, but the one that has probably made the biggest improvements and mm-hmm. has maybe caught up to them and might be in the, the mix a little bit there. Um, we'll see how much, but because yeah. I know that Mercedes and Ferrari have also done a lot of improving. So we'll see how, how that works. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Mercedes, what do you think? Do you feel like they are in a better place this time than they were last year? Yeah, I think they are. I think they're going to have a better start to the season. They're looking a lot better. And it looks like they have a lot of changes and a lot of like new things that, that really help them. So I think they're, I think they're going to be up there from, from the beginning. Yeah. And Ferrari too. I mean, I feel like Ferrari was, I feel like they're in a pretty strong position as well. When mm-hmm. I saw them during preseason testing, it seemed to me like it was going to be more of a fight for second, Ferrari and somebody else. So I'm curious to see where that all ends up. Yeah. I mean, Ferrari, like as much as everybody says things about them, they've always like, they've been second pretty much all the time <laughs> yeah. they haven't been first so um like these past few years it's been second and last year they had some issues but I mean they were they could have had second easily in the constructors if it wasn't for like a couple things that happened in those last races that weren't really their fault or you know out of their control so um it's just been other things like the tire egg last year and just you know some other issues but I think once again, we're going to have another improvement, but it also, I mean, so did Red Bull. And um, I think it might be a closer fight with Mercedes and Ferrari this year, especially yeah. if they both get that good start compared yeah. to last year. And that that kind of leaves me thinking about McLaren a lot because, you know, they had a lot of hype around their car coming into the season and they look pretty 
pretty good. I'm feeling like it could be a two, three, four situation, McLaren, Ferrari, and Mercedes kind of looking at a, a much closer, um, you know, results for the next mm. season. What do you think about McLaren? Um, I'm not sure that McLaren is, or at least from like what it seems and what they've said, that they've really made the jump that they wanted to, especially with all that momentum that they had last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lando was... Um, feeling a little bit like negative about it. And he said that he doesn't like that. They still have a long way, obviously from Red Bull, but a long way from Ferrari as well. So I think either, I feel like Lando is pretty honest when it comes to talking about the car and he's not really going to say something that's not true just to throw off the media or like the fans. So I think there's something there that, that they might've missed um or that ferrari and mercedes like took advantage of and and are moving forward so they might have a little bit of work to do but i don't think they're going to be like that far behind Mm -hmm. especially i mean we saw that huge jump that they did last year so easily you know within a couple races uh, an upgrade here or there and they could be back up at second so yeah what did you think about aston martin for preseason um i think they're they're also i think a little bit better than McLaren right now. Um, mm. They're back there, I think, probably like behind Mercedes and Ferrari um, and a little bit closer to McLaren. So, yeah. But One they of seem the teams, to have like been steady. Yeah. One of the teams that I feel like really disappointed during preseason so far has been Alpine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of negative talk about them and, they just really didn't like their car just isn't where it should what be. it should be like the engine yeah. not just the engine but like aerodynamically and then they said that the car was really heavy and practically overweight and even the drivers like Gasly said he's he's not happy and it's not looking good so <laughs> they're pretty Ugh. much expected to be towards the back yeah I have a feeling they're making a lot of phone calls this week to their engineers and letting people go. <laughs> uh, well, it's a shame because their livery sucks and apparently the car sucks. So that's just yeah. a double whammy for Alpine. I hope that they can make changes to fix their car because, you know, you definitely want to see them competitive in some way, especially in the midfield. But, um, but yeah, them and Haas not looking great. I am surprised, though, at the RBs. I know we were just mentioning mm-hmm. that, but I do feel like the RBs seem to be looking pretty good. Well, we did predict a Yuki or Daniel podium, so we might, we might get it right. <laughs> just saying. Not saying what we're saying. We're smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're keeping track on that. Yeah. Um, really hoping for a Danny or a Yuki podium at some point. And... I feel like they're in the car where they could do it. And this is the season for Daniel to be able to show and prove to the Red Bull team that he can take Checo's seat. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of rumbling, so I'm curious if, like, he's actually in the running there. Because at first I was like, well, only Liam, only Liam, because, like, they just want young people coming up and, you know, a new Max legacy. But maybe they do want Danny. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if he can show it, that he still has it why you know why, why not why miss out on that opportun- opportunity and especially if Checo's now concerned about how the car feels and how he's feeling it's kind of it it's a shame like he's going into it already with this like negative 
start. Right. Is what it seems like. Um, and I mean, we saw how last year it was kind of, it seemed like difficult for him to get a, get control, right? Once he started missing, uh, like not doing good in qualifying and during the race, it's kind of like, uh, how do I get back to like getting on, <laughs> being back on the podium? Like it took him a while. So this might yeah. affect him, I think. Yeah. Well, the only other thing I had for preseason testing, because it really was just like a lot of running the cars and, and um, techs looking at, you know, behind the scenes, like if they had parts off the car, they were kind of analyzing what those parts meant. And as much as that means a lot to me, it, all, it also is very confusing. So I'm still learning. Um, but the one thing I did notice outside of all that was the drain cover problems, mm -hmm. uh, the, tra the drain hole covers once again. So um, what did you think about that? I think it took away, didn't it take away like quite a few hours of, uh, of time on track? Yeah, they stopped it, but I think they started, um, at least the first time they started an hour, like an hour ahead. So they were able to get the majority of the running time. Um, and then it happened again, it happened twice. So, and I'm I not see. sure if it was the same one or a different section. I want to say it was a different section, but they're, like they're going to get it Checo's all together car. before the race this weekend. Was Hopefully it Checo's that car happen. that got hit? Who's? Checo. I feel like Checo was one of them, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, Lewis and Charles. Okay. So Lewis kind of loosened it and then Charles sucked it up <laughs> and left up the floor. Great. Just his luck. Yeah. It's already yeah. started. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, did you have any other thoughts about preseason? Um, not much. I'm just ready to see. The racing and see who's who's gonna do what i'm excited me too and we knew this we knew this episode would be short so we did ask you guys a couple of questions i just wanted to review your answers so if you're listening on youtube we use our instagram to do a lot of polls ask your thoughts and opinions and we have some thoughts from some of our followers that i wanted to talk about so i had asked which team if any do you think is closest to Red Bull this season? So a lot of y'all said Ferrari, Mike Gore, Danielle Jansen, Ferrari, who else? And then the Paddock Collection, Ferrari. But honestly, I would say Ferrari, even if they were the last in the constructors in 2023. I think we've got a lot of Ferrari fans. And then AXA RP391 says Ferrari seems very good if we can compare with the preseason 2023. That's true, I guess, compared to last preseason testing. Mm -hmm. I feel like they look okay. And then Mum Jess says early season is between Ferrari and Mercedes. So I think she thinks maybe a, a toss-up between Ferrari and Mercedes. And then we have we have Downforce Formula One saying not Alpine. <laughs> I guess they're saying yeah, Alpine's nowhere definitely close. Definitely not. <laughs> and then um, Landry Kimbrough says McLaren. So I think maybe we got a little papaya fans up in here too. Um, but yeah, I think overall Ferrari got most of the votes. And um, I mean, I can see that for sure. It seems like they're pretty confident. What do you think? I think it'll probably be a toss up between Ferrari and Mercedes. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for, you know, potentially different drivers to take some race wins from Max. I would really love that. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would love to see that. 
something along those lines. <laughs> I just don't need Max winning every single race. Um, but yeah, that's all I had there. And next up, we have Bahrain, which is literally in a week. What do you think about that? It's crazy, right? I know. Finally. I feel like we've just had so, so many other things going on, and I'm just ready to see the racing and focus on that instead of everything else. Um, yeah. Do you have any predictions? Predictions. Any qualifying for... predictions for Bahrain? Um, I have to say I'd probably put Charles up there because he's quali king. So for one lap times, I feel like maybe Max, Charles, and Checo. Okay. That's what I, that's what I wrote down. Oh, qualifying. yeah. <laughs> what about for the race? Um, so for the race, um, oh gosh, what do you have? You go first. I have, so for the race, I have Max, Checo and Lewis. Okay. I feel like for some reason, I feel like Mercedes is going to be a little bit better than Ferrari. And I don't know if this is just because of all these years of like, oh, Ferrari, you know, every year. And then <laughs> it's not quite right. But um, Mercedes did do a lot of changes to the car I've been reading. And just they have a lot of like little things here and there that I think can really like make a change. And Mercedes is really good at like hiding and sandbagging. They were like the kings of sandbagging for so many years. And yeah, um, I know they like to be hush hush about things. So. I think they might be a little bit better than than people are going to think. Okay. Well, at this point, I can't put Oscar on podium yet. Um, <laughs> so Maybe go, we might need a couple of weeks. Into that. Yeah. So I'm going to go Max, Charles, and Lewis. Is that what you said? No. I, okay. I'm, I'm going Max, I Charles, Max, Lewis. Max, Checo, and Lewis. Okay. So no Ferrari on the podium. <laughs> um. Oh, we did have one question that, uh, that came in, actually. Um, what do we think about the fact that there's lots of drivers complaining that there's not enough time on track? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I get it because they want they have all these new components on the car and, um, you know, they want to get the feel for the car better. But yeah. I think it's enough time because, I mean, how much more time? Like for the drivers, I don't think so. I get like for the engineers and all of that, but also at that point, like it's kind of too late really mm -hmm. to make major changes. And I don't think they should. I think there needs to just be like, okay, this is it. Like your car needs to be ready to go. This should be enough time to um, figure out all the different little things that you need to figure out and test. And right. Um, yeah, I think it's enough. Yeah, I agree. Anything. I think it's enough. Let's get to the racing. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. <laughs> Maybe that's just for selfish reasons, but um, yeah, so that's all I had for preseason. Um, what did you think about the cars? Like now seeing them on track after we did oh, our um, livery, like, yeah, liveries. What did you think? I still really like the Williams mm -hmm. and I'm excited to see them on track. What do um, you think about the steak? So I still like the steak maybe not as much as I liked the, mm -hmm. the launch, the livery launch, like the actual party and like the, the pizzazz around it and all the marketing and stuff. Um, 
I think maybe my my score would go down like 0. 0.5. I think I had okay. what did I have them at like an eight eight or something? I don't know. I, don't know. But, I think it was a little bit higher. I thought. Yeah. I think it looks really not nice like I still don't like that line in the back and this is the design a little bit but that color oh my gosh like it is bright <laughs> I don't yeah, know how they is. got that color so bright like there is gonna be no confusing what that car is coming down <laughs> coming down the straight or on the corners so it's, do you like it better um or worse not really <laughs> it's about the same okay I like I like the color combo I just don't like the way it was put on there but um it doesn't look bad the rb i think looks even worse than i thought some of like the front shots just it just yeah. doesn't look right it doesn't look as nice when it's yeah. out there so for that one i think i would probably take away a point from whatever i gave it which was pretty low <laughs> and then i noticed the alpine they added more blue to the nose they did, did. You see that no yeah they added more blue that. to the nose so pretty much half of the nose now is blue and then the top half is black and so where all the sponsors are is blue hmm. and then the sponsors in white, which I think I pops more. Oh, well, that's good. Well, mm -hmm. maybe they finally added a little something, but <laughs> yeah, maybe the sponsors notice and, and couldn't really see it as well. So, yeah, well, um, so you've started watching drive to survive, right? So we've got, I have, I'm on the third up. episode. Okay. So am I, so we're going to try and get done with that as quickly as we can guys. So we can get you a recap of the season underway because we definitely want to do like a recap episode right yeah I think that'd be yeah. fun <laughs> um so yeah I think we'll see you guys back on what is it Wednesday maybe maybe Thursday for a yeah recap. I think we'll yeah probably have it up by Thursday and yeah. then on Thursday we have practice crazy quality at least for us yeah with the timing yeah and also um we wanted to give you guys an announcement before we head out is that we, we've got so many announcements today. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, we have officially joined the fan amp family. So if you are interested in downloading the app and joining our channel, we are, we would be so happy to have you. It's basically, if you don't, um, have the fan, the F1 fan amp account, it's basically everything F1. So they give you news, they give you um, different topics to discuss. There's all these different creators that are on there and we are going to have two channels. So one is just for you guys to chat about like races, race weekends, all that kind of stuff. And then also we'll have a channel for questions for us. So it's just going to be like a living, breathing channel for like, if you ever have questions for us, um, just post them in that, in that pit stop uh, or in the questions questions for the pod channel and we will definitely get to them. Um, but we're really excited. We love them, them so much. Um, Greg has been amazing getting us set up on that and we're super excited to be joining. Um, so if you'll, if you guys have any questions about fan amp, like shoot us a DM and we will happily walk you through getting set up on that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the big announcement on top of our big sponsor. And other than that, um, Lynette, do you have anything else? That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Yes, we'll see or you next week. Or actually this week for our Drive to Survive. And then we have yes. our, our race weekend episode. So it's going to be a good week, guys. We're <laughs> I back. I know, lots of episodes. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. How weird. <laughs>